This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The facts that will be presented are true. Scientists representing the world's foremost research centers took part in the examination of the evidence. Chris. I'm Chad. And together, we're a pair of normal guys. <laughs> how you, how hey. you doing, Chad? You breathing okay? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Doing all right. How about you? You know? All right. Yep. Yes, sir. So, uh, we're back. Just slightly off of schedule this time. Not too bad. No. Hopefully only about a week off this time. Had to get in here and get this done before I go get the choppy changey. Both of us are going under the knife Monday. Yeah, well, you're not going under a knife. No, I'm the, the laser. You're getting getting some at Star Wars out there. Mutant powers. Yeah. Which, speaking of Star Wars therapy, I mean, all surgeries aside, this may be our last show. Why is that? I'm pretty darn sure that we're both going to be recruited for the uh, Space Force. Are we? Yeah. Oh, I was looking forward to Space Force. I mean, we'll be there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Why wouldn't they take us? I don't know. Like, don't make vacuum-formed white armor that big? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, just stick it on there. That's right. Mm. Gorilla glue. <laughs> stick to anything. But yeah, so you're doing your uh, battery replacement surgery. Monday. Be there at 7 a.m. And I get my uh, eyes lasered. Mm-hmm. And not for the good, don't have to wear glasses anymore reasons. Yeah. I got holes in my eyes. Well, I got to spot weld them shut with a laser. Got those Swiss eyeballs. It's my one chance to have mutant powers finally. Yeah, let's hope it happens. You should eat some toxic sludge before you go in there. So <laughs> the reaction with the laser, You're like, is that a green laser or a red laser? <laughs> Once there's a reaction, you'll you'll know that you got your special powers. I guess in the world of like mutant powers, though, cyclopses were pretty. Lame. I mean, you had to wear glasses all the time. Yeah. Right? So whatever, you know. Mm. Yeah. So there, we got that going for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Healthy. Healthy. Eventually. That's right. Long for the comfort that death will bring. <laughs> the sleep. <laughs> the long sleep. Forever sleep. Mm. Anyway. Uh, hey, Chad, there is uh, breaking news. Oh, yeah? Yes. I have the stuff to make Brian's shirt. Brian's shirt? Yes. No, well, good. Not made yet, but I have the stuff. Uh, So the the next step has been achieved. Little footsteps at a time. No, but I'm probably going to try to make it tomorrow and hopefully be in the mail in the next two to three months. Well, 
You'll you'll get your shirt before uh, football season, Brian. Mm, that's good. And since you know you're from Wisconsin, I'm really hoping you're a Packers fan. Uh-huh. And if not, I don't know if I can consider you a fan anymore. Hmm. Well, it'll be fine, I'm sure. <laughs> Anything else going on with you? No. <laughs> I understand all your your baby frogs have left you. Yeah, all the baby frogs are gone. My little tadpoles that were in the backyard have Aww. flown the coop. Poor, poor Chad. Yep. Now I have that empty nest syndrome or whatever. Empty pond. Yep. Empty pond syndrome. <laughs> going to mix it up a little bit this show, Chad. Are we? We're going to have different roles and put it in the blendor. That's right. So, uh, so go ahead, man. No. You, take us where we're going. Well, don't, don't you need to, uh, do the announcement? thing first the what brian's namesake no that's second oh is it second good lord oh you act like we haven't done a show oh in like i haven't month. i'd forget <laughs> all right so uh what do we have chad the peril news stories peace that's very loud <laughs> it'll it'll work out okay will it yeah it'll be fine yeah, I got some Paro news stories for us there, Chris. I'll fix it in post. Mm, William. <laughs> sure. Gonna lower the volume. Yeah. The DB level. Oh. <clears throat> Get the decibels down just a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Well, our first story, yes. if you care to hear. I do. <clears throat> there is a dogman encounter reported in Arkansas. Or Arkansas. <clears throat> <laughs> wow. <laughs> So in Arkansas, a woman, <laughs> you don't like that, do you want to say that wrong? Yeah, I'm fine. You're as bad as your daughter. I'm fine. It's pronunciation. A woman in Claiborne County says she saw a bipedal creature with a wolf head. Hmm. Hmm. A 30-year-old dental worker, okay, who provided a full <laughs> name, contact information, and specific location of the sighting, which was not listed here, but asked to remain anonymous, told Cryptozoology News she encountered the unusual being on June 15th. Mm. It's fairly, you know, recent. Of this year? Of this year. Oh, hey. (laughs) I was driving home and had to stop and pull over to make a call, she said about the daylight encounter. I was talking on the phone when it seemed something dark was moving in the woods in the corner of my eye on the right. Scary. Mm. The woman says she... Had to look at the creature a few times because it didn't move at first. They're stealthy. I couldn't tell until it moved. It moved stealthily, like she said, on two feet, right by the edge of the woods. I think it was trying to cross the road, but it stopped when it saw me. She described it as a dark brown and gray wolf-like creature with a few bear features. Bio. He was dancing. It was aged a bit, and it seemed to know its surroundings. Kind of bear to (laughs) wolf-like, but standing up walking. But it didn't seem to be afraid. It just moved away slowly like it was wanting something or searching. I think my vehicle must have spooked it because I seemed, because it seemed Mm -hmm. to want to cross the road but couldn't. It was very creepy. So I just pulled back on the highway and left and kept driving until I got myself under control, she said. The sighting reportedly lasted about three minutes, but the eyewitness said she was not able to snatch a photograph or video. In the meantime, I'm trying to take a video of this thing, and my phone kept exiting in and out of picture mode. <laughs> it seemed everything was working against me not to be able to film anything. She says she has heard about strange wolf-like creatures before, but she never expected to actually see one. I mean, who does? 
she said, all I know, it's a big world and things can be in them woods. In them woods. It actually says that. Mm. In them woods and you would not know it until it's too late or you are dead and you cannot talk about it. It was normal to see what I saw. It was not normal to see what I saw. Hold on. It was not normal to see what I saw. This is not written very well. The dog man is a cryptid <laughs> reputed to live in the northwestern quadrant of Michigan's lower peninsula. Although other sightings have been documented in other states, such as Wisconsin. This unproven creature was first reported spotted in 1887. 1887? By two lumberjacks who described it as having a human body and a dog's head. Great, Scott. Oh, Marty. So there you are, Chris. Dogman <laughs> is still tromping around out by the highway. Well, I mean, where else is he going to go? I don't know. Dogman in the highway. Dogman Emporium. Well, so that's one. That I mean, is one. This is the Paro news, Chad. Uh-huh. So you, you, you want me to do both? I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, let me take a look and see what our other big story is we had pulled here. <clears throat> Riveting. It is. <laughs> Just like a metal worker. What's a metal worker? Metal worker. Okay. Here we go. This is the one I thought we'd talk about. Okay. Tennessee. Cab driver comes Whoa. upon kangaroo-like creature. Canker. Canker. Kangaroo-like oh. creature oh. in Tennessee. What? Tennessee. Tennessee. The following is a report submitted by one of our readers. This is from Cryptozoology News. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> when preparation means the most. <laughs> H. This is a recount of a crypt- cryptid that occurred, a cryptid sighting, <laughs> it should say, that occurred on the morning of June 3rd, 2018 at around 1.20 a.m. approximately. To begin, I need to explain that I am a cab dispatcher, and the sighting happened to a passenger that was being driven home by one of my drivers. They were going from Johnson City, Tennessee, where we are based, to the customer's home in Elizabethton. My driver did not see the cryptid in question due to him being distracted by the car directly in front of him, swerving to avoid it. A female passenger in his cab asked upon passing the spot where the car had swerved if the driver had seen it. It? The clown. When he told her he had not, she described the creature as something about two feet tall, running at a high rate of speed across the road on only its hind legs. It had the overall body shape of a kangaroo, she said. The creature was running towards the woods. To the best of my knowledge and research, this is the first sighting of anything like this in or around this area of Tennessee. <laughs> there have ever been... There how ha 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 Hoo-ha. There have, however, been other sightings of other cryptids ranging from the Birdman of Hampton what? to the Tennessee Wildman and even several possible Sasquatch sightings, including a possible winged Bigfoot encounter. <laughs> now, that's going. <clears throat> hey. You're going too far. We've there. heard stories of that before. Winged Bigfoot. Winged Bigfoot. What did it look like? Describe physical features of what you saw, they ask in the. the uh, Form from the thought. Said it was about two feet tall, running at a high rate of speed across the road on only its hind legs, and it had the overall body shape of a kangaroo, as described by a third person. So that is it. There is kangaroo monsters <laughs> in Tennessee, sir. Scary. Are you intrigued and frightened all at I'm the same terrified. time? Terrified. Hmm. Soon it'll be tiggers. Because you know poo. Frankenstein's monster. 
<laughs> it's never scared never me. Never scared me. My supials do because of fast. <laughs> well, there you go, Chad's uh, Paro news stories. Yes, sir. It was amazing. It was. I thought so. Intriguing, informative. It was. Thought provoking. Dog men, kangaroo men. Anything with a snoot and a hop. Snoot. Snoot and a hop. Do dog men hop? I think they can. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're the dog man expert. Sure. Have a book coming out soon. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Are you com- are you competing with Nick? Dog man treats by Nabisco. Uh, yeah, I, I am going to do at least six books this year. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Somehow I think he'll, his books are better, though. But <laughs> Probably. Whatever. Probably. So, Chad, moving uh, right along mm-hmm. to our newly named show segment. Yes. The Paro Announcement Board. Nice. Thank you again, Brian. Ernie a shirt. Shirt will be there soon. Hopefully. Shout out. Chris is slow. God. So, uh, first thing, uh, CryptidCon is rapidly approaching us, Chad. It is, sir. It is. September 8th and 9th this year down at Capitol Plaza Hotel, or Plaza, depending on your pronunciation. Arkansas. <laughs> In uh, Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Frankfurt, Kentucky. And I know there's a lot of uh, guests from last year coming back. Yes, it is a star-studded cast of characters. Some new guests coming. Absolutely. And it should be a fun time. We're going to yeah, be there. We'll be there. Chris will be there with some cool stuff. Chad will be there with some, some cool stuff. It's just me. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'll be there. That's cool. That's right. Enough. But yeah, it'll be fun. Come on down. Frankfurt, Kentucky. Come on down and see us, one and all. That's right. Come inside. Come inside. Maybe this year we'll do a, we'll do one another one of the, uh, if you come up and say the magic word, you get something. Maybe. We didn't do that last year. We did that at Paracon. No, we did that at Paracon, but, yeah. I mean, it didn't work too well. Hey, it might be a start. I've already got some stuff to give away at the show. We've got some books. and Yeah, they're here. I brought them. Remember, we got some books. No. Yes. Okay, I believe you, but okay. I don't remember things. I know. Me neither. It's part of being old. <laughs> All right, whatever. So, yeah, CryptidCon. Go there. Go, go there, everyone. Visit. See us. Okay, the other thing uh, I'm going to talk about today on the old uh, Paro announcement board, Chad. Yeah. Uh, here a couple weekends ago in uh, the lovely burg of Charlestown, mm-hmm. we had uh, Founders Day, which okay. is the celebration of fish weekend holiday of hey Charlestown was founded. I guess I don't know. Sure, I'm a transplant. I don't know. Pirates. <laughs> sure, pirates discovered Charlestown. Thought so. So uh, they have a you know little town festival fair thing and there's vendors and everything set up well one of the vendors there do some really cool uh crocheting uh-huh and i'll put a picture of this up on our instagram so people can see it but you can see what i bought i'm holding right here i see that what is it chad it's an f-bomb it is it's a it's looks like one of the old-timey bombs like from uh what bugs bunny sure and it has a big f on the front so Chad can now cuss on the show without really cussing. Just drop that. Drop the... Well... Oh, uh, have to bleep that. Bloop. But, uh, yeah, they they made that, and they make a whole bunch of cool little uh, character dolls for, you know, kids, anybody that collects things like that. Nice. And they are... Uh, their name's Crafternoon. Get it? Craft. Craft. Afternoon. But it's spelled with a K. 
Oh. <laughs> and uh, you can find them on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash crafternoon. Uh, you can email them at crafternoongifts at yahoo.com. And their store is actually on Etsy. Uh, it's etsy.com slash shop slash crafternoongifts2. Sweet. Yeah, they have some really cool stuff. Check them out. Hmm. Sounds groovy, sir. That's a picture of some of their stuff. I see. They've got all sorts of things there. I bet you they nice. can make some cryptids. They may very well make some cryptids. Make a little, like, Mothman. Yeah, a little squatchy. Ooh, I should, I should like, contact them and see if they could make me a chupacabra. They could make our little eyeball guy for the show. They could. Oh. Hmm. Nice. I see potential here. There you go. So, yeah, give them a look. Crafternoon, they make really cool little crocheted things. Groovy. And other thing, but crocheted. <laughs> so, there you go, Chad. Yes, sir. And now the pair announcement board is closed. Close it down. <laughs> wow. At least when you make fun of me having sound effects, they're actual sound effects. Hey, I work with what I have over here. Not you, you making weird you noises me, and hitting things. You don't let me have anything. I'm lucky I have a pop screen that works. You saw what happened to your last one. I know. Haunt, haunted basement broke it. Broke my stuff. Ghost broke my pop screen. <clears throat> we could sell it on eBay now as a potentially haunted pop screen. Haunted pop, that's right. Ghost struck out at my pop screen. That's right. All right, sir. So, uh, tonight's show, Chad, mm-hmm. we have a, it's it's huge. Yeah, is it huge? It's huge. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? <laughs> We're going to talk about giants. I hate you. Giants. <laughs> Not Eli Manning. Oh. You don't even know what that means, do you? Yeah. Football. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, after the break, we're going to come back and talk about some uh, potential giants found in the United States large. and North America. And They're so large. Wow. Welcome back. Hello, hello. <laughs> Always something surprising. Yeah, we try. I try. So, giants, Chad. Yes. Or maybe skeletons of giants. Giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Chris, as you know, Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana, there's been several giant skeletons reported to have been found. Yeah, exactly. Usually Ohio. Ancient mounds. Or almond jelly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, giant skeletons ranging in the 
seven, eight foot and above uh, size with two rows of teeth. You name it. Weird things go on. Sometimes they have an extra thumb. <laughs> they have <Okay>. six fingers, <laughs> six toes, maybe a prehensile tail. I don't know. Whatever. <clears throat> but anyway. Giants have all kinds of stuff. They do. And the, the tail thing, admit that. But yeah, sometimes with the uh, extra digits and the extra rows of teeth. But human giants are not entirely a product of legend there, Chris, in our history. Andre the Giant is a well-known instance of a man with superhuman proportions and strength, reaching seven feet four inches tall. Inconceivable! It is. But Andre's size was the result of gigantism. And, uh... Acromegaly? There you go. Disorders <laughs> caused by an overactive pituitary gland, which releases too many growth hormones. <laughs> the average human height at five foot six inches <laughs> for men and five foot two inches for women. It's rare to find someone of Andre's height, let alone his stature. So, <laughs> really hard. It is with extreme rarity of gigantism affecting roughly three in a million. It's surprising how often giants are spoken of in biblical texts in American folklore. David and Goliath, Jack and the Beanstalk, and Paul Bunyan are familiar examples of tales involving giants. But while these are thought to be myths or legends, Chris, is there any possibility that a race of giants once existed or were their human-like ancestors significantly larger than us? Page 374. Exactly. You know, Chris, across the U.S. there are burial mounds, or at least a remnant. Some are extensive in size as to the Great Pyramid of Giza. The Cahokia and Monks Mounds in Illinois and Missouri are also thought to have been built by pre-Columbian civilizations. But the Cahokia Mound is 100 feet tall with 14-acre base. It's almost the size of the Pyramid of Giza. Uh, Monks Mound is just as tall with a 1,000-foot-wide base. But what makes these and other mounds... Of their kind, even more intriguing is what has been found inside them. Well, we know it's not almonds. It's not. Uh, Jim Vieira has made it his mission to explore the mystery behind these mounds and where there is documentation of unearthed skeletons, often of gigantic proportions. Vieira is a stonemason by trade, but he found himself intrigued after finding a plethora mm. of mysterious stone mounds throughout New England. He found that the construction, and particularly the stonework, he's a stonemason, see the connection? I do. Of these mounds was impressive considering the level of technology at the time. He also noticed that the orientation of the mounds <laughs> was such that the entrances faced a direction that was in alignment with the sun during the equinoxes. The mounds were built with massive stones and were present long before colonists from Europe crossed over Mr. Vieira had uncovered some old reports in, a new, in New England of giant skeletons unearthed from these mounds, often with two rows of teeth, as I mentioned before, and jaws that could fit over the head of a normal-sized human. Ah, convenient uh, snack <clears throat> size. For eating their head, because a right. lot of these giants were cannibals. Be like a grape. Mm -hmm. The skeletons ranged in length from 7 to 10 feet tall, and while, may this, while this may sound ridiculous at first glance, it was not an isolated incident and is supposed... It was not an isolated incident and is supported by reports from reputable news sources of the time. Discoveries of the giant skeletons were found all over the Northeast. 
from Martha's Vineyard in Deerfield Valley, Massachusetts, to Vermont and upstate New York. Other reports of the discovery of buried giants were also found in the South, Midwest, and the West Coast, Chris. Yes. In the Ohio River Valley, yay, a report from a local paper that was backed up by Scientific American found bodies of several giants buried under a 10-foot-tall mound. One female skeleton was found holding a three-and-a-half-foot-long child. Another of the giant skeletons was buried in a clay coffin. An engraved stone tablet was also recovered. This particular mound was 64 feet long by 35 feet wide. Huh. The Chickasawbwa Mound in Arkansas is another instance of the uncovering of a giant skeleton under similar circumstances. The 12-mile mound had its name taken from the chief of the Shawnee tribe, who was essentially known to be a giant with incredible strength. Chief Chickasawbwa lived in the area of Arkansas, and when the mound was uncovered, the skeleton of a massive human was found. Subsequently, other skeletons up to 10 feet tall were unearthed in the same area, all with similar burial artifacts found with them. Some reports claim the length of the skeleton's legs to be 5 feet alone. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is. While stories of this nature sound fantastical, there are numerous reports of skeletons of the same size appearing in the New York Times and other reputable sources. The majority of these reports occur during the mid to late 19th century, which Vieira sees as being the turning point in a censored narrative that has now dominated our history textbooks. He says he thinks that the awareness of both the mounds and the giants were common knowledge during the primarily agrarian time. There is even supposed reference to it from Abraham Lincoln in a written account of a speech <laughs> nice. that he was preparing to give at Niagara Falls. He wrote, The eyes of the species of extinct giants whose bones fill the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. Hmm. hmm. So is that another one of the case of a president knowing something that the rest of us don't? I think so. I think so. Vera believes that a prejudiced narrative was credited <laughs> to discredit Native Americans or portray them as savages because if they were seen as having built the mounds, it would show them as mathematically and technically advanced. Vieira says he thinks that the removal of any evidence of the giants might have occurred because they wouldn't fit into the controlled narrative of manifest destiny. Subsequently, many of the mounds were allowed to be destroyed by settlers and farmers as America was colonized, Mr. Caffrey. With no regard to the reverence that the natives held for them, and whether the skeletons belonged to a race of giant natives themselves or another race that predated them is unknown, but it is thought that the natives venerated them. Another conspiracy surrounding the disappearance of evidence regarding the giants points to the Smithsonian. No. Yeah. Now this one. No. This one's Not good. the Smithsonian. Yep. Smithsonian, their boats. Oh. Within the... Ethnology? Yeah. Within the ethnology reports <laughs> of the museum, there are 17 cases of the Smithsonian recovering giant skeletons over seven feet tall. The probability of a human growing seven feet tall is point zero zero. Zero 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 seven percent, meaning they would have had to had to, they would have had to excavate. Why can't I talk? I don't know. Roughly two point five million bodies to have found that many skeletons of that size. Wow. There are also supposed reports of the Smithsonian purchasing giant skeletons excavated by citizens, which then disappeared, never to be heard from again. Mm. The Smithsonian even have a division of exploring mounds 
of which there is a written record of them uncovering giant skeletons whose bones crumbled to dust when they were exposed to air. When they were exposed to air, this was this a cover-up by the famed museum, or did they simply dispose of a debunked myth? I've also heard that they took them out on giant boats and dumped them in the ocean. Really? Yes. Hmm. 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 Now, I know uh, you'd said something about this earlier uh, when we were talking about what to do on the show. Yes. And the only reason I thought you were was because I've noticed the past maybe week, there's been a couple of stories pop up here or there on Facebook of giant skeletons found. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was why, but you just, you said that was not why. Well, that's not why. I recently watched a documentary. Documentary? Documentary. On a uh, on a Amazon on their Prime Channel thing that uh, I forget the title of it. You know, you can also find the Mothman of Point Pleasant and uh, Invasion on Chestnut Ridge right now on Amazon Prime. You certainly can. There, I believe there's actually all of the uh, Small Town Monsters Chronicles are on there, and uh, what else? I see. Mr. Whitehall, that's on there. But anyway, yeah, and um, you know, I don't know if you've also seen anything about this or not, but there are a lot of stories of soldiers over in the Middle East that actually have gunned down these giants that they say that have been living in caves over there with the double rows of teeth. I have not heard that. And the big red hair, and they would come out and attack troops, and they would end up having to just blast the hell out of them to kill huh. one of them. Yeah. Wow, that was that was my heart. Was it? Pitter-pattering for that. Pitter-patter, that's right. But anyway, yeah, giant skeletons, giants. That's pretty cool. Nephilim. See, until I started reading on this, I thought that was just another word for angels. Mm. <laughs> but Chad, uh, what I did for the uh, my input on the show, yes, because none of what we've talked about before was any me. That's all you. Yes, <laughs> uh, I found this uh, site that uh, is it's on ancientorigins.net mm-hmm. that lists the top ten giants found in North America. The hell you say? Amazing, right? It is. And uh, this first one here, we've been there. Have we? Serpent Mound, Ohio. We have. I have a keychain. I have a patch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently in the 1890s, they found a seven-foot-tall skeleton there at uh, Serpent Mound. There is a, um, if you look around online, and I don't know if it's legitimate or not, but it looks like it is, there's a postcard from the Serpent Mound that has that skeleton on it. Right, they, uh, now on the site here, they actually have a picture of it, and uh, it's actually missing everything from the knees down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they there's kind of debate as to whether it's, well, is he seven feet of what we're actually seeing is seven feet, or would he be seven feet if he had his lower legs? So Don't know. Still, I mean, that's still pretty Giant in a mound. Big guy. Still impressive. Then uh, number nine is the... Cressup Mound in West Virginia. Uh-huh. In 1959, they found a 7-foot, 2-inch skeleton. Ooh. That's right. So, and and it looks like we're building up here, Chad. Are we? Yeah. So, number eight were mounds in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> in 1897, uh-huh. there was a 7-foot, 6-inch skeleton found. 7-foot, 6? Uh, we're getting, we're getting there. Getting bigger. And that's just number eight. I mean, holy crap. <laughs> Uh, seven at Steelville, Missouri in 1933, there was an eight foot skeleton found. Hmm. Six, uh, Miamisburg, Montgomery County, Ohio, eight foot 1.5 inch skeleton. Holy crap. 
Now, number five, Chad, it, uh, the San Diego Giant, found in 1895, was uh-huh. an eight foot four inch mummy. Now, on that one, I do remember reading something on that one that they later uh, kind of found that that one was a hoax. Yeah. They do have a picture of two guys standing next to the mummy and everything, but for some reason, and I don't remember exactly how, they they came across it and said, no, nah, that, that's fake. <laughs> so that one doesn't really count. But number four, Catalina Island, California. Yes. Are you ready for this? I am. Nine foot, two inch skeleton. Nine foot two. Nine foot two. Hmm. Number three. Uh-huh. Beaver Lake in Ozark Caves, Arkansas. Uh-huh. Wait, Arkansas. There you go. <laughs> A nearly 10-foot skeleton and huge skulls were found. What? Mm-hmm. Coming in at number two. Lomp- oh. Lompoc Rancho, California. In 1819. 12-foot skeleton, Chad. No. That's what it says. Hey, I'm just reading what I see here. It's a giant skeleton set. Now, 12 foot, right? Uh Uh-huh. That's getting on that range of, oh, really? Whatever. Well, back in 1870, in West Hickory, Pennsylvania, Chad, Mm -hmm. 18 foot skeleton. 18 feet. 18 feet. That's enough to eat your horse. So, uh, yeah, they said uh, the headline of the paper that day said... uh, the Cardiff Giant outdone. Alleged discovery of a giant in the oil regions. I was expecting some more, Chris. Oh, sorry. So they exhumed an enormous helmet of iron, which was corroded with rust. Further digging brought to light a sword, which measured nine feet in length. A nine-foot-long sword for an 18-foot-tall man. A well-preserved skeleton of an enormous giant. The bones of the skeleton are remarkably white. The teeth are all in their places, and all of them are double and of extraordinary size. Because <laughs> you wouldn't expect tiny teeth in an 18-foot skeleton. No, the double teeth row is always is weird. Maybe giants are like sharks. I mean, I guess. They lose a lot of teeth from eating things, and like another one grows in? I mean, sure. Englishman bones, I guess it happens. Fee-fi-fo-fum. What, what do they call that where you have the extra digits? Uh, pterodactyly. Polydactyly. Maybe. I don't know. No, I think that might be it. Polydactyl. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Anyway. I think that's what they call those weird Hemingway cats that have an extra toe. Oh, yeah, the ones that can actually type out books. Yeah, they got yeah, polydact- polydactyly. Yeah. So, anyway, that's. <laughs> I think it's odd that... A lot of these stories are really old, and they have that common denominator of the extra digits and the extra rows of teeth. It kind of brings a little bit of, I don't know, maybe validity. Yeah, that little bit of... stories. I don't know. Maybe. A little weird. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot there. And, and, you know, there's those little clues here and there, like the speech that Lincoln was... Mm -hmm. I didn't say he actually gave. It said he was preparing the speech. Yeah. That, you know, he said something about, yeah, giants <laughs> looked at Niagara Falls and got thirsty. Well, yeah. I mean, and you look at that time period, there's a lot of stuff that comes up with writings that, you know, about giant people or what they assume was Bigfoot or whatever shows up in. I mean, around the Civil War in the late 1800s, there was all kinds of stuff. I mean, I've seen pictures of Union soldiers with pterodactyls. Mm-hmm. 
One of the extra I've fingers. I've seen some uh, Union soldiers riding dinosaurs. Seen fire. I've seen rain. No, but seriously, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It is weird. So, if, if there were giants, uh-huh. did uh, man, homo sapien man, did did we wipe them out? Or That's did they wipe possible. themselves out? Or When you look into it a little bit more and start to look at some of the stories, like there's pretty much the common, the other common trait to these giants is they were cannibals. So when you see the stories of the Native Americans, they ran out of other had to deal with to them. Well, the Native Americans would just basically they'd attack them and kill them. And there was one group that they trapped them all in a cave and they caught it on fire. And then there was a cave in. So there were giant skeletons found in this cave. Mm-hmm. So you know they pretty much we got tired of them, I guess showing up and eating people. So <laughs> smaller people decided to kill them. Huh. And that explains all of that. Every bit of it. <laughs> Chad has explained it all yep. in one or two sentences. Takes virtually nothing, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know why you don't have your own like Discovery Channel show. I, by don't, now. I don't either. I should have. It's called Chad Explains. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You should do that. I'm, I might. I'll send in a video. But... What would you do? I guess they'd have to cancel the show after you explained everything. No, we just call it unexplained, and my explanation still wouldn't be enough for anybody. <laughs> very, very vague. <laughs> Chad, unexplained. I like it. Yeah. It might happen. It should. I think so. So, so Chris. Do you think, what What do you think there were giants? I think there probably were some kind of giant people. There are too many stories. So, here's the burning question on this one. And it itches. How tall do you have to be before you're giant? Uh, I want to say eight feet. So if you're like Yao Ming, uh-huh. you're just a really tall guy. Yeah. You're not a giant yet. Yeah. Now, were giants a separate, complete species? Well, if you go with the extra teeth and the extra fingers. Well, oh, well, yeah, that's true. I'd say sure. Okay. I, you know, there could have been. Could be. When could you go be. out to your car at night, keep an eye out. That's right. Might be a giant. Paranormal guys, once again, indecisive. <laughs> Whole foods. About the uh, existence of something that may or may not hey, exist. like what do I always say? Uh, Just a springboard. We're a jumping off point. You said something about there are many unexplained things in this world. <laughs> there are many unexplained things. Tonight, you have witnessed one. And you've seen nothing. Exactly. What was that, Monster X? I think so. An old guy telling <laughs> you. old guy that just sat there. You've seen one of them and you did nothing. Jack squat. He just sent all the other people out in the field. <laughs> You'll go out there in the dark and hope for the best. Cut your wrist so there's lots of blood so it'll attract the chupacabra. Chupacabra's like sharks in water. That's right. <laughs> that was the best part of that show is they would present absolutely freaking lutely nothing and then at the end that guy acted like he just proved he just <laughs> like, d- dude. You know now. You know there is a chupacabra. Look, <laughs> it's like there's a body in a box by the yeah. end of the episode. Here, look at it. it. It's right here. It's here in my pants. It's like, dude, you didn't even have a blurry picture to show us. <laughs> uh, I yeah. miss the good old days of when uh, all the cryptid shows were just kind of like hitting their heyday. Uh, what was it like? Mid late eighties into the early nineties. Early nineties yeah. is when they were really rocking. I think so. Most haunted. Mm-hmm. Well, Sam, Sam, wait, no, Sam, Sam's saying that 
there's there's a monk in the corner. <laughs> Sam says for the best deal, do you need a membership to his club? Yeah, his name is Francis. Mm. <laughs> yeah, those were the good days. They were. Well, Chris. Yes, sorry. I was sorry. reminiscing. We wander away. So, Chris, tell me a little bit about the music we use here on Paranormal Guys. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, no, that's not... No, what are you doing? I thought we were going to... That is that. all out of sync, sir. Oh, well, then you, you take care of it from this point forward. I am appalled <laughs> by your ignorance, Thank sir. Thank you. You know what else is appalling? <laughs> no, Chris, what? The fact that you haven't been on ParanormalGuys.com for a while. That's right, I haven't. You know what's on there? I do. Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, that is our website where you can listen to the show, see some pictures, email us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is all in there? I don't know. Like send us some stories. You could, if you, you listen to the last show, you know Chad's you lament about stories. <laughs> um, yeah, we have some cool links to uh, some of our pals and stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Creature replica, good small buddy. town monsters, yep. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's your one-stop shop for paranormal guys. It's all the fun and no calories. But if you need another stop to go to for paranormal guys, mm-hmm. go over to our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash guys. Chad put some cool stuff up there. Well, I try. And every yeah. now and then I'll sneak something in. Mm-hmm. You are a sneaky little bugger, aren't like you? Like a ninja. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Chubby ninja. Chubby? Mm-hmm. Chubby. I'm sorry, fat ninja. Hey, wow. <laughs> Beverly Hills Ninja. You calling me Chris Farley now? What? You're not dead. Keep going. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and also uh, Instagram. Uh-huh. And however that works, picture pages or something, you mm. just somehow hit a thing that looks like a magnifying glass and type in paranormal guys. Yeah, you can find us that way. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I just know how to put pictures on it. For you younger folk. And as uh, Chad did mention a minute ago already, you know, prematurely, uh, (laughs) uh, William Blanchard is the gentleman that supplies all the music for Paranormal Guys. Musical genius. And you can find him on various different sites, but mainly go to his Facebook page at facebook.com slash William Blanchard Soundtrack. He's got some really cool stuff out there. He does. He's been putting some new stuff up lately. He does. He does have a lot of cool stuff. I would highly recommend you check it out. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we do wrap this present, Uh-oh. I'd like for everyone to go take a look at uh, Tyrant <laughs> Toys and Collectibles <laughs> on Facebook. That was my friend Jason's uh Some random business. place that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> no, I had to just get my thoughts in order. No, Tyrant Toys and Collectibles. If you like... Um, you know, monster stuff, especially horror-related things. Uh, Jason, my buddy, does have a lot of cool stuff. You can find him on Facebook under Tyrant Toys and Collectibles. So please check him out. He's trying to get the word out there that he has all this cool stuff for you to purchase. He also will have a website soon and hopefully some videos of some of the neat stuff he has. Oh, you dropped that F-bomb. I did. (laughs) Beep. So, Chad, what do you think on that? I think uh, Giants, yeah. <laughs> Jets. Jets. Woo! Woo! Packers! Yeah. What about them? Making fun of the Packers? I'm not making fun of anything. For once in your life. 
<laughs> not, sir. So if you're still with us by this point, thank you. Mm-hmm. We are we are we are really trying to get back on schedule of doing this every other week. Yes, Chad and his crazy surgeries and stuff. You got yeah, my electives that I keep going in for. <laughs> Take this arm off and put a claw right here. We can make we can make you better. Mm-hmm. Trying to turn into that um, dude from Hellboy. I thought you were going with RoboCop. No, I don't want to be like RoboCop. I just want like dust to fall out if anybody pokes a hole in me. Be all I mean, it up. might already. It probably will. <laughs> so, uh, you know, barring Chad, you know, dying on the table and me getting mutant powers and going off to fulfill my destiny. And you know what? Oh, if oh, I, yeah, yeah, if I do die, yes. you've got enough recordings of me talking I can con- that you I can, can keep this show the going show for nobody will even know. <laughs> at least, why do you think I'm making you talk more on some of these? Mm. One day you'll just have me come down and read this list. The, them, at Dogman. <laughs> just say Dogman and Bigfoot a lot. It'll be fine. Bigfoot. <laughs> That's right. So, as I was saying, barring any major surgical catastrophes in the next couple days, we'll uh, be back here, hopefully in the regularly scheduled uh, two weeks. <laughs> so, hopefully so. Until then, have a paranormal week. trouble not making some sort of noise. (laughs) I'm alive.